Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's been a long while. We shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. Step to. No, but seriously, we are back. We were getting set up in our new platform. And boy, do we have some ball to talk to y'all today. We have the men's tournament coming up Friday afternoon. We have the women's tournament coming up for the pack uh, Friday night. And boy, I'll tell you what, we have an awesome slate of games to talk about. But before we talk to you about the individual matchups, we've got to tell you how we feel about these teams coming in. Grayson, does that sound like a good episode to you? March Madness, baby. We made it. We are here. It is absolutely March Madness, and we are going absolutely mad in the month of March. Grayson, let's get into the show because it's too much. I I don't want to keep talking. I don't want to leave out no more meat on this bone. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Grayson, we are one of, I want to say, I believe it's either 14 or 8. I, I'm not sure what the number 14. is. 14. One of 14 teams to have football team make a bowl game. Women get in the tournament. Men get in the tournament. Man, what a time. What a time it is to be alive. What a time it is to be a Wolfpack fan, even despite looking at some of the things in terms of having a fourth-string starting quarterback go into uh, the bowl game, even in terms of – you know, not necessarily having the best bill of health for our women's basketball team coming in, even in terms of having our men's basketball team and having our, you know, best player in Jaquavian Smith or the player that was most highly touted, at least, having the struggles that he's having. What a time to be a Wolfpack fan. What a time. The the sentence that I've been seeing on social media, I've had to kind of pinch myself a couple times and realize that it is true. NC State, is in the NCAA tournament. We're back. Mm -hmm. It's been five gruelingly long years. NC State will be in March Madness. And listen, I adore March Madness. It's one of the things I look forward to the absolute most every single year. It is exponentially more fun when your team is in it. Oh, and. Sure. It it sounds kind of pathetic for me to sit here and say how long it's been since I've been to you know been able to truly enjoy March Madness like I'm going to this weekend. And despite the matchup we have ahead of us, despite you know the the season, the great season we've had, the ups and downs, I'm just so happy to be back in March Madness. I'm so unbelievably happy to just be a part of the dance again. It feels incredible. It, you know, everything else aside, opinions on Keats, opinions on Terquavion, where we're going next year, what we did, you know, from this past season, all I'm focused on is March Madness begins today, Thursday. We made it. Happy March Madness. And yeah. NC State is playing in the two, in the 2023 NCAA tournament. We're here. I, think, I think that there's something wrong with you if you're already judging this season and judging this team and talking about what they are or not without seeing a single shred of, of tournament play yet. Let's be honest with ourselves. 
college basketball more than any other sport that I have ever seen does the way that the postseason goes. That determines whether or not a year was a success for your team. People talk all this and all that about how bad UNC was this year. If they made the tournament, squeaked in like last year, and got to the national championship again. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did you say if they made the tournament? If, yes, if, if. Do you, and don't give me, do and you know something I, I don't know? Yeah, I, I, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. If ifs were fifths, we'd all be drunk, right? But here we are, both sober, at, both sober as a doorknob. You know, we, we had no drinks on us. So this is, this is what I'm saying. But the reality is, when talking about this Wolfpack team, exact same if. If this team gets hot, if this team finds a way to, I mean, I hate to say it, but every time we're in a tournament, you kind of got to say it. If we survive in advance and make a deep run, all of a sudden, you can talk all you want about Keats. And we've got some fans. We know who they are. A little too active on Twitter sometimes. You know, maybe put the Twitter down. Put it down. You know, maybe relax. Okay. But anyway, if this team makes a deep run into the tournament, I don't see how you can say, oh, this was a bad season. Oh, this was – I don't care if DeQuavion Smith don't hit another three all year. If this team makes a deep run into the tournament, you can say nothing about this team other than, hey, that that is – that's this is a great year for, for this uh, Wolfpack team. When's the last time we made a final – when's the last time we made a national championship? Obviously the one we won, right? When's the last time we made a final four? If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was the last time we went and also won the whole thing in 1983. When's the last time we made the Elite Eight? Is it the same year? I I think that we went. Did we did we go with those Trevor Lacey or Cat Barber teams? The Elite Eight, no. Sweet Sixteen, yes. Okay, so but but that's my point exactly. We're sitting up here trying to figure out when the last time we made the Elite Eight. We know that we made the Sweet 16 at one of those times, but we're trying to figure out when the last time we won three, four games in the tournament was. If this team does that this year, you cannot – I don't care how you feel about Keats. I don't care if they don't run another set play, which has been my biggest complaint about Keats all year or for quite some time. I don't care if they don't get a single stop that wasn't generated off a turnover. I do not care. And in the words of Eric Bieniemy, it's about alphabets, not numbers. It's about who got the W, who got the L. Jeff Capel, they just barely scraped, scrapped, fought, and clawed to get a win over Mississippi State, who, by the way, I didn't want to root for, but I love me some Shaq Moore. I love me some Shaq Moore. I, I got to admit that. I, I, I know he's not a Wolfpacker anymore, but I still love me some Shaq Moore. This team, the season can be easily determined in terms of how good the season was based on what they do in the tournament. And in the same, and I'll say this, the exact same thing goes for the women's team. As much as everybody talked about, as much maligned as they've been, as much as it's been, oh, my God, all these players transferring and we 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 don't have any depth and then da-da-da. Okay. If Westmore makes that Elite Eight, Final Four, Sweet 16, really. All, it, it gets a little harder to say that this was just a terrible failure of a season by this team. The, the last time we made the Elite Eight was 1986 as it stands. And the last time we were in the sweet 16, uh, it was with Trevor Lacey. That was 2015. So it's been a hot minute for both of those feats, but uh, you know, like you said, how do you, how do you judge this season? Making it is a success. It absolutely is. And especially I've, I've been a bit blue in the face mentioning this, but when you look at 
how last season ended. 11 mm. and 21, the worst season in school history. For Keats to hit the recruiting trail and subsequently the transfer portal and to go back to the tournament the year following is a success. It is. And you you don't have to look too far on social media to still find people that are frustrated for some reason. Um, I think it's more so a personal agenda against Keats, but frustrated for some reason that they felt like even that is not enough. Making it back to the dance was not enough for them. And I'm not selling this team short. Um, Do I think that they're going to make a run and win the whole thing? Do I think that? No, I don't. But it's March Madness. That's what what they play the games for. It's March Madness. But, you know, in terms of Keats, I have a couple talking points I want to get into here. In terms of Keats, uh, I guess this is a deep one to to kick this off. Do you think that making it back to the tournament this year, do you think that saved his job in Raleigh? Oh, 100%. 100%. Here's, here's the thing that I keep trying to tell people. If there are a handful, or I'll say maybe eight or nine programs nationally, where getting to the tournament isn't enough to keep your job. Same way um, Dan Wolken talked about Dave Dorn, and he said, Dave Dorn just got an extension that proves that going eight and four is enough to get an extension at NC State. It proves this enough to get you a lifetime contract, whatever, at NC State. There's only a handful of teams in college football that that's not enough for. You, If you go eight and four at Mississippi State for the rest of your life in football, they'll build you a statue. If you go eight and four at Oregon State for the rest of your your your, your deal, they'll build you a statue. Same at Ole Miss. Same at, at, at um, UCLA. Same at, I mean, you name it. Nine times out of ten, if you were to throw a dart at a random board with teams from the Power Five all over it, eight and four is enough. Same Boston thing College it. would go bananas for eight and four. Boy, they'll rename the stadium after you. That the governor will rename his kid after you. I tell you, you would never have to buy. Uh, uh, what what is it that they uh, drink in Boston? Help me out. Help me out. What, what's Dunkin' Donuts? Here? Say what? Dunkin' Donuts. You'll never have to buy another Dunkin' Donuts again. You'll never have to buy another anything at Dunkin' Donuts again. So making a tournament is enough. And here's the thing. You can reset expectations in real time, right? Because if he makes the tournament this year and then makes it again next year, then that's where we get to the point where we're like, okay, now do the thing. And you know what the thing is. Get us get us deep. Win a Cincinnati. Now do the thing. If you're going through that period, Boo Corrigan had a window to let him go. He didn't. You cannot let him go off the best season that you've seen in quite some time. That just doesn't make sense. That defies all logic. Yeah, and so that kind of leads me into my next two or three points here. You know, making the tournament for Keats this year in the program meaning or moving forward here probably means he's going to be here a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned, something I've seen – and I don't want to speak for the entire fan base because it's not everyone. It's, it is a select few, but for Keats and some of the complaints he's received, some of them are valid. Yes. And me personally, yes, I do think that going back to the tournament this year likely saved his seat at least for another season. I do because it was getting hot. It was undeniably getting hot, but he made Mm -hmm. it back. And so I think he has staved that off for at least a bit. But do we think that this is the beginning of making this a routine, making this our yearly trip 
back to the dance because it goes without saying that that is what this program should have established a bit a bit ago. It it, it it's a shame that it's kind of taken this long. You know, I, there was a great article written. I I do not remember who wrote it, but it was talking about how we're we've been chasing a ghost per se for the last forty years in trying to reestablish ourselves as a basketball power that we once were. And could this be the beginning of getting back to that? It's too soon to say. But for for us to turn around what a, a horrific season we had last year and to hit not one, maybe not two, but possibly three home runs in the transfer portal coming into the season and to go back to the dance, it kind of feels like we could build momentum here, especially I, with the recruiting class coming in next season on top of it. So what say you? The question of is this a the a, a, a season that you build into that we're back mode? I say absolutely. Could it be? Yes, absolutely. Could it be? Yes. I, I, I hate the I hate the we're back from Texas yeah, you, and Notre Dame. I hate you can't, that. You can't give a definitive answer on that no. after one season because, I mean, even if we did make a, an extremely deep run this year, does that guarantee success for next year? As we have seen with other schools in the triangle. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It does not, right? So, I mean, I think that we have an opportunity. I think that the, again, two absolute titans, absolute titans in the game retiring uh, from our nearest competitors, from the schools that are like, oh, they're little brother. They're not as good as us, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, well, your coach couldn't win with the number one preseason ranked team. So there's that. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you guys caught fire at the right time, but had it not been for y'all getting hot immediately and winning the tournament, eh, people wouldn't be looking at y'all as that different from us. Let's let's be honest here. So, I mean, there's there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity. I've talked about this on the show before, and I'm going to keep talking about it until um, either somebody establishes themselves and flexes their muscle and says, hey, we are still who y'all thought we were, or until we you know, show that we're completely feckless and can't, get it done, I'm always going to believe that this is this is the moment. The window has not closed. As a matter of fact, with what happened this season, I would say unless Duke goes off and wins the whole thing, the window is as open as ever. And honestly, with the way Duke recruits, they recruit nationally in a way that the window is still open for us to still say, we'll get the best kids out the hoop state and make this uh, a program that is something to uh, be taken seriously. So I think that this could absolutely be uh, the start of something beautiful and the start of of a renaissance of NC State basketball being a a conference and national powerhouse. Absolutely, and so and one more thing here on Keats before we before we shuffle off. Um, in 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 terms of him being here for longer because he just made it back to the tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe he's still on an extension. I, I yeah. want to say it's till I can't remember the year. Maybe it's twenty twenty seven, but. As an NC State fan, regardless of how you feel about Keats and his coaching style and what he has or has not accomplished in six years so far here in Raleigh, as an NC State fan, you should want him to succeed. You should want him to get to the tournament. You should want him to to bring in these big recruits and get them to campus. You should want the success for the program and not my my main complaint about this is I see a bunch of people in their feelings a lot about 
Keats is never going to be the guy. He can't get it done. This, mm-hmm. that, and the other. We hate Keats. It doesn't matter what he does. We're out on Keats. That is a loser mentality. It is. I, it's absolute this. loser mentality. For you to put your own feelings in front of your quote-unquote favorite team, for you to put that so far out ahead of everything else here and say, I don't care what they do. I hope they fail so we can get rid of this coach. Loser mentality. You should want the success. You should want to be excited about seeing your team in March Madness like us. I cannot, I don't know if I'm going to sleep until we play on Friday. Uh, It's been five years. I I want to make one thing extremely clear, extremely clear. I want to make this crystal clear right here. Who Grayson is talking about is a loud minority, right? (laughs) If you get online and, and look at anything, right? The loudest people, the, the most angry people who uh, talk about, oh, God, you know, the 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 dating pool is terrible and nobody is good at dating anymore. And all the women want is money. All the men want is they did all of that type of stuff. They're the loud minority. If you get offline, talk to people in real life, you start to see that there are plenty of people that are like, hey, we may not be in a championship mode at the moment. We're going in the right direction. You can never argue against progress. I don't I don't care how you look at it, how you cut it, how you slice it. Unless there was a massive underperformance for what was there, to get angry at, at progress is illogical. It's nonsensical. And it's a, a moment where I'm looking at you and I'm saying side eye, very intense side eye. Side eye still intensifying because what are we doing here, right? Like this is a team. They've gotten back to the tournament. They've done the thing. And so we need to see you go deeper and do more in the future, yes. But for a year where, again, five years removed from our last tournament appearance, not to mention NCAA sanctions against us in that time frame as well, because everybody, for whatever reason, doesn't pay attention to that with Keats. No, there is no coach that doesn't have his faults. Yes, Keats has faults, many, sure. I mean, some of the best coaches of all time in college basketball also have those types of faults. <laughs> yeah, Rick Pitino, for as great as he is, some pretty big faults there. Right. I mean, Roy Williams, great as he is, there are some faults there. Like there's there's something there. You name it. Uh, the coach down in Miami right now, he's one of the better guys to to uh, do it. I, and his, his name is eluding me. And I Jim Laranaga. Laranaga. He's got some faults. There are some things where you look at Laranaga and say, what's going on with that? But the reality is. He's still your team's coach. Keith that's that's a great right. point, too. I, I hate to cut you off. I'm sorry. You're good. You're but good. look at how long Jim Laranega has been at Miami. Mm-hmm. It takes time. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. Answer me this. Has Jim Laranega won an NCAA uh, championship at Miami? I no, don't he has not. Yeah. Now, I get it. It's, it's kind of, you know, apples to oranges because Miami was not the basketball power that NC State once was. But just – it's, to me, it's not fair to even look at NC State as a basketball power because, okay, so... Anymore? No, we're not but, anymore. But and here's my thing about that. If you hold Keats to the standard of basketball power, you're holding him to the standard that has not been met for... Keats got here in what year? 2017. 2017. 2017. Okay. Keats got here in 2017. Last national championship, 83. Last... Um, elite eight appearance 86 if our thought is basketball excellence or nothing 
then we have had nothing for over three decades. Now, I'm a firm believer. I say it all the time. I have seen teams reset expectations in real time. That's not just a positive. Resetting expectations in real time doesn't just mean that you're playing amazing football, amazing basketball, and you're making me think your ceiling is higher than what it is. It's also you playing poorly on a consistent basis with all due respect to some of those teams that came through. There are plenty of guys from those teams that I know and I, I have good relationships with, I care about and all that good stuff. There, and You also have to be realistic about sometimes the expectation gets reset from, you know what, we used to be a, a the, the national power in basketball. We're not that anymore. We're not that anymore. So if your question is, how do we get back there? Then we can have that conversation. But to me, to hold him to the standard of you need to build a national power back right now based on what but yeah. who's done it who's done it? you we i will argue this and i'm gonna I'm a pass it back to you after this i will argue this there are more coaches who have destroyed national power talks overnight than there have been coaches who have bought back national power after 30 years of not being that in almost all of these programs And I dare somebody to tell me I'm wrong because I can point out the coaches that have destroyed national power status overnight. Hell, we just saw one in Kenny Payne. We just saw a guy. You can say what you want about Louisville's cheating allegations and all that. They were a national power. And all of a sudden, a new coach comes in and they're dog walk. They are the trashest of the trash. They're the trash that you can't even put in the compactor. You got to leave it on the sidewalk for them to pick up on boat day. That's, That's what they were this year. So, Again, if you're going to hold them to the standard of, of 30 years ago, you can do that. I just don't think it's a productive use of your fandom. Absolutely. All right. So, and and with that being said, you know, I'm y'all done got me worked up and riled up, so so riled up here. That I, done, I lost my cool a little bit. And, and you know what? Me and Grayson had a bet coming in for who was going to lose their cool first because Grayson is excited about March Madness. I was excited to talk about Coach Keith and all that. But we can tell you this about betting, even though Grayson got the better of me in this bet, everybody can get in some good betting. Everybody can get in what they need with FanDuel. The midway point in the NBA season is here. March Madness is here. You can get in on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, and you need to do it right now because new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sports app. It's safe, it's secure, it's super easy to use, and then you can bet on everything from the money line, the point scores, the threes drained. It does not matter. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a bigger chance at an even bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss out on your chance to get the no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So, Grayson, um, we're we're about to land this thing, but I I, I really want to get into just one more thing here. Before we talk about, you know, the actual breakdowns of the matchups, the men's team beat Virginia Tech extremely convincingly. And then for the third time this year, because we thought, hey, the third time's the charm. You know, Clemson's had our number, but we changed our number. We we got a new service. We're going to get them. We did not get them. 
Clemson waited outside to say, hey, come outside, friend. We're not going to jump you. For those of you who don't know, that is uh, brawl language for you're about to get jumped as soon as you step foot off your porch. So um, that happened. And with that happening, we kind of seem to, I mean, take a, a pretty decent dip as far as like two whole seeds below what people uh, had predicted us coming in at, um, coming into the ACC tournament. Were you at all surprised by that dip after our performance in the tournament? I was surprised, and we kind of talked a little bit about this off air, but mm -hmm. I don't know how much the the third loss in the ACC tournament, I don't know how much that was weighed into our resume and then obviously our seed, but it was kind of weird because we had just blown out Virginia Tech and it felt like, okay, we can now breathe. We're now comfortably in the tournament and we don't mm -hmm. have to worry about it, okay? We get our doors blown off by Clemson. And of course, naturally you're going to wonder, oh, I hope hope the committee wasn't watching that one. Right. But you know, we were we we're comfortably in, comfortably in. And by that I mean I thought we were probably going to be a 10 seed. That's based on what I was seeing, based on our net, strength of schedule, yada yada yada. I thought we were going to be a 10 seed, which I was cool with. I was like, okay, 10 seed, I think that's about what we've earned for this year. Mm -hmm. Then, Saturday, Sunday, all I'm seeing is NC State bubble, NC State bubble, NC State's yeah. on the bubble. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. All the, all the bid stealers underneath of us, they're not doing anything that would vault them ahead of this. Why are we falling here? Yeah, and, and Lo and behold, then we appear on the bubble watch. And I'm like... There's no way. This is not happening again. There's no way. And we kept going down. And then, and this is this is with all the bid stealers still losing. Yeah. And so yeah. very confusing. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. I was a little bit nervous on Selection Sunday. Oh, um, if you're a Wolfpack fan and you're not nervous on Selection Sunday when we're not firmly in, you're a better one than me. It's you're it's it's me. weird. I I don't know how we define firmly anymore. I thought we were as firm as we could have been, and we had to we had to clench up a little bit. But I think uh, I, I'm sure it wasn't intended. I do think the committee kind of threw us a bone a little bit and placed us in the South region, which was the first one announced, so we didn't have to sit on sit on nails uh, the entire show. But yeah, so we we ended up with an 11. I was uh, you know in hand in hand with the the bubble talk. I thought that, that might have uh, meant that we we're going to go to Dayton for a play-in game, which I loathe the play-in games. I hate them. Well, I don't know. I guess they're exciting because it's, it's – I was a about to say that pick game was a good one. That was a good game there. It was a great game. Um, yeah. I think we'll, we'll talk a little bit more tournament-wise. I think Pitt will go on a run. Um, mm. But I don't want NC State to play in the play-in game because yeah. in my own personal opinion, it feels like you're not in the tournament – even though you're considered one of the 68. It just, yeah. I don't know, the gray area there, it, it's uneasy. I didn't want to go to Dayton, so thank goodness we're not in Dayton. Um, but we ended up with an 11 seed. We're in the South region. The South region is loaded, and this will kind of parlay us into talking about our region here. So it is loaded. We have the number one seed overall in Alabama. Will we get to see them? That remains to be seen. Do I think we could beat them? No, I don't. With the way they're playing right now, no. But again, 
Might not have to worry about that. Uh, you know, you have the one seed in Alabama. You have kind of a funny-looking San Diego State team as the five seed. Who knows what they're going to be. We have our, you know, our, our ACC buddies in Virginia with the four seed. We got to play the six seed in Creighton. We will break down the Creighton preview uh, for tomorrow. For So you're listening to it Friday, so you're, you know, getting ready for the game. Uh, we have the two seed in Arizona, a three seed in Baylor, which I, I think they're going to get bumped by somebody. It could be us in the round of 32. Who knows? But pretty exciting region. I thought – we, I thought we got what we earned. Yeah. To 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 be to be clear about it, I think I think we were seated appropriately in in a fun region where I think we have our work cut out for us. But it's not. I don't think we got hosed by any means. I mean, it's it's March Madness. You really can't complain. All you can do is play basketball. So we'll see what happens there. But it's just like like we let off the show. It's just so much fun to be back. It's yeah. so much fun to be talking about. NC State in the tournament again. It's just I love this time of year, and it's exponentially more enjoyable when you have a very emotionally invested interest. I'm I'm gonna tell you this first thing first. That Baylor team, I don't believe in them at all. Um, no, that's, that's a team that for as much as maligned, much maligned as the ACC was in terms of not being good at basketball this year. Uh, Big Twelve, outside of Kansas. And Texas, I'll give Texas their props for because for a lot of the season before they had their thing with the coach and off court stuff, you can look at that, Google that on your own time. We're not really gonna go too deeply into that. They did not have a bunch of flag bearers that I looked at and I'm like, whoo, that team is nasty. Baylor doesn't scare me at all. And that those words may come to bite me in the behind later. Don't care. I'm gonna say them anyway. And beyond that, I want to take a quick second to note. We're talking about how excited we are about, about about men's basketball and how fantastic of a season they had and how the seat cooled off immensely for Keats. And we talked about the women's basketball team as if this was just like the lowliest, dirtiest, low downest, the most hootinest, tootinest season we've ever seen. And yet the women came out with a much better seat. They were the seventh seed. Hey, I mean, it, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. And I'm not saying that this is – you know, what you expected from them coming in. But again, kudos to Westmore for building up a program where like you're looking at a down year. You're a, you're like nobody was sweating on in terms of women's basketball. Like, are we getting in? Are we not getting in? Nobody. The men's team, a little bit, a little bit of sweat. I'm not going to lie to you. Just I had to get my good handkerchief out there. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, the, uh, the groaning about the women's team is it's a little bit of a backhanded compliment because of the success that they've had. You yeah. know, we can, yeah. we, we've reached a point at NC state where a seven seed for a women's basketball team is a disappointing season. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's a good thing. You know, yeah. obviously I think we have more talent, and the season kind of just didn't go the way we needed it to. I mm-hmm. think we should have been better than a seven seed, but we didn't earn better than a seven seed. But we we're, we live in a reality where that's disappointing for us. Yeah, and that is such a such a uh, such a testament to how how elite Westmore has been here in his tenure, and more we look forward to in the coming years. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we'll be right back to land this thing after a quick word from our sponsors. 
So, Grayson, I, I think that to sum this up, we're both excited to be back in March Madness. Keats has saved his job for now. I think that this has bought him at least two years. I think unless unless he were to have a Kenny Payne style, I would agree. I think unless he has a Kenny Payne style year next year, which at that point in time, cut this man loose. Let don't him go. don't put that out in the universe. I'm knocking on wood. My desk is wood, y'all. I'm knocking on. But I think that he bought himself two years. And again, the women's team for you know even that even though that loss against Notre Dame, you and I were both during that game like. We have the shot. It's there. It's there. And, and it was just so many, like, so many moments where it just seemed like they wanted it more, which was confusing to me because I'm like, if you're this NC State team, you have something, a legacy to uphold. Y'all do not – if you're Ja'Kia Brown-Turner, if you're Jada Boyd and company, if you're Camille Hobby, you don't know what it feels like to lose in the ACC tournament when y'all are playing. Like, y'all don't know what that feels like. And, and it felt like that should have been something to be like – we going to fight and scrap and claw and die about that. But it didn't necessarily feel that way. So even with that being said, that team is still in comfortably seven seed. We've got a lot of ball to talk. And hopefully both of these teams keep winning and give us even more ball to talk over these next few weeks. Uh, but we appreciate y'all every single time showing up and showing out Wolfpack Nation again. Grayson was talking about the loud minority because we know the majority of Wolfpack fans are sane, logical people who are just extremely passionate. But there is that loud few. They make us all look bad because they're screaming after every loss. Fire Keats yesterday! Well, anywho. Grayson, any final words for you before we wrap this thing up? Uh, To quote the great future Hendrix, sensational. It's March Madness. I can't wait. It's March Madness. Today is the day we are tipping off the tournament, and I can't wait to spend my entire weekend just March Madness. That's all there is to it, just March Madness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank y'all so very much for coming out, Wolfpack Nation. We appreciate y'all every single time. Peace and love, y'all, and as always, go Pack. Go Pack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 